listening to the Fit Groundworker podcast with Graham McKay. In this podcast, we talk about all things business, fitness and construction. Each episode, I share with you my thoughts and tips on how to become fit and healthy, how to build a business while maintaining a busy lifestyle, and I also share my top tips that have helped me build for the future. What are we waiting for? Let's get into it. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, whenever you guys are listening to this. This is another podcast from Graham McKay. Today, for the Fit Crowmer podcast, we are talking about taking the leap, about going self-employed, potentially starting your own business, or just adding value to your current workplace with the hope that you can potentially earn some more money. So this post, or sorry, this podcast, should I say, that I'll be talking about is I'm going to share a little bit how I went freelance, a wee bit about my journey working on construction, I don't think I'll talk too much about the current business I'm doing right now. The main thing I want to talk about is people who want to take the leap and they may be a little bit scared of doing that. So I served my time, went to college, university, then I then got a job by a company called Ogilvy Construction as a setting out engineer, worked there and I got that job probably because I worked with my brother, he trained me up as an engineer and I worked as a groundworks setting out engineer. Did that for about 18 months, went to Australia during the credit crunch, this was about 2008, and when I returned, I tried to get a job back with Ogilvy, but because of the recession, I couldn't get one, tried numerous companies, couldn't get back in the door, so I was forced to go self-employed. What I did was I set up a limited company, and I then managed to get on a job through an agency to work for two weeks. I worked on that job that was meant to only be for two weeks, turned into two years. I got that job because an ex-employee who worked at Ogilvy got me in the door. There's another story behind that. The guy who got me the job, I stole his glasses for a joke and went to Thailand with him and sent him a picture of me with a girl with a Rangers top on wearing glasses. He was a mad Celtic fan, but that's a story for another day. But that's a funny, a funny story, that. But I then got a job with him. He got me back in the door, or he got me in the door with him working for a company. I was forced to go freelance, not through a choice. I probably wouldn't have had the balls to do it. Well, I say that, I probably would have because I was young, but I was forced to go in freelance because I couldn't get a job with a company. So you might be sitting here just now, you might be young, at the age I was, 22, 23, going freelance, you might be 30, 35, and I'll touch on that if you're older, I'll touch on if you're young. But let's look at ways in which that you can potentially take the leap of going freelance or you might not necessarily want to leave. You might just want to add value within your current workplace, try and get more money out of your employer, look for a promotion. And in the ways in which you do that, I will give you some tips here. So I'll probably share about seven or eight points of how I think that you could potentially go on your own or get more money. So number one, you want to add value to your to yourself. So if you wanted to go freelance, tell people what it is you do. You might be working with a company just now. Post stuff. You might not even think that what you're posting is interesting, but I can tell you right now, like I've said before, if someone wants a door hung and you're a joiner and they don't know you're a joiner, then they're not going to come ask you for work. So make sure you tell people what you do. You might be working with your current employer right now, and let's say that you sell protein, whatever it is. Whatever that is that you do, you could start promoting their business. You might just be a sales rep for them just now. You might just work behind the counter, and you might just take orders. But what happens if you come into them and you say, I've just sold you 10 tubs of protein, do you think if you do that on a regular basis, then that person who's in charge is not going to give you something? Do you not think that they're going to give you either money, a promotion, 
So that's what, so that's what we need to look at. We don't have to jump ship. We don't have to leave our current employer. We can add value. No way that you can do that is by showing the employer what you can do for them. Ask them, is there anything that I can do to potentially grow your business? You could come in earlier, work later. Don't ask for anything at the start, but see if you do this over a long period of time. People will notice, and if you bring the value to them, you will get noticed. Number two, like I said, tell people what you're doing. Probably kind of touched on that there, but use social media, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Speak to your family and friends. Tell them what it is you're doing, because see the amount of conversations I have when I go to see a job, and my head might be elsewhere. I might be getting stressed about something else, and I'm talking to someone, and I miss so many opportunities that are right in front of me. So many opportunities that actually I speak to them right in front of me because I'm thinking about something else. Be present when you're telling people what it is you're doing because you, because they might say something you say, by the way, did you know that I actually do this? And there you go, there's an opportunity to. So use Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Tell people, if you've got a business or you're good at something, tell me because I can't pay you. I can't pay you unless you tell me what it is you do. Number three, you are working with a company. You want to jump ship. You want to go and start up on your own or you just you just want a break or you just want a change and doing something different, then you need to start saving. You need to start putting money aside. You need to start reducing things you might be currently spending to save up some money. I always people say you want to have three months up front. But saving three months up front all your bills, it might take a little bit longer than you want. But if you've got if you don't have a lot of risk in terms of you don't have a family and things like that, save up a month and go for it. Go for it. Just get yourself out there. As long as you've got enough money to keep you going for a month, I always say, take the risk. Number four, start buying tools. Start potentially developing your website while you're still working with someone. And you might be thinking, Graham, why do you want to share this when you actually have a company of employees? I'll touch on that. But this, again, I'm talking to you as if that you want to take the leap because I want people to try and go for it and take the chance. So like I said, start buying tools. Start developing your website. Start branding yourself. Start going to meet people and say, listen, I'm thinking about going out on my own and speak to the people and tell them what it is you want to sell, what it is you want to do. Start using the money that you're saving to start building for the future or for taking that leap. Number five is you need to take the jump. There's never going to be a good time for you to do this. There's always going to be people who say, oh, but you need to think about the cost of living's rising, inflation's at an all-time high. There's so many people that do it and then they can't go back to their old job. Remember, people stay in a job for 20, 30 years and they hate it and they don't have the balls to leave it. And I understand why that could happen because it's safe. You want to stay in somewhere where you feel safe. But I think it's, I think it's even more risky staying in something that you hate than going out and trying to get what you deserve. So you need to think about that. There's never going to be a good time to do this. You're always going to have people judging you and telling you, you need to watch what you're doing. I would just watch taking that risk because I know someone that did that. They always know someone, but usually the people that will tell you it's too much of a risk are the people that are not taking the leap. So remember, listen to the people that are going to help you move forward. Number six is you might be thinking, well, Graham, I'm 40 years old and I, it's too risky for me to leave. I've got three, four kids and I've got a wife. I need to support them. This is too much of a risk. I understand that. And I can't really comment because I don't have a wife, I don't have kids, and I've never taken the leap. So I can't really comment. However, I know people that do it. But what I would say to you is, is get your wife on board. Tell them, that, listen, we're not happy about this. I'm not happy about working away from home. I'm not happy about having to do this current job. I want to go out and do this myself. I see people make more money than me, and it's because they've taken the risk. 
when you get your other half on board, she might have to go and get a job. You may have to cut back on things. You may have to take less holidays because you need to think about it. Are you happy in what you're doing? And if you're not, then you need to get the people on board who are potentially going to help you go for it. So say to your wife or say to your husband, if we want to do this, it's going to be tricky. It's going to be tough. However, do we really want to be living for the next 20, 30 years of me doing something that I don't like? And the answer to that is hopefully no. So you need to get your other half on board because it will make life so much easier and it will give you the courage to go for it. Number seven, remember, right now there is lots of work out there. There is so much work out there. And we talk about how that the cost of living has gone up. We talk about how that there's so many jobs out there, but there's not enough staff. So think about that. There's a lot of people out there who can walk into a job. I, I can't remember the stat, but I'm pretty sure that the people who work have worked in a current employer for, let's say, 10 years, they've worked for them, let's say, they get paid £15 per hour. New staff are coming in and getting paid more than them, with probably a little or not as much experience as them, but they're getting more money because of supply and demand. There is too much work out there and there's not enough people to fill that. So look at that. If you take the jump and it doesn't work out, the chances are you will be able to go back into a job. Now, don't take that as a guarantee. There's nothing in life that is a guarantee but you need to look at it and you just need to think about it. Well, there is lots of there is lots of jobs out there. There's not enough staff. This is probably a good time to go and do it. And it's a chance for you to go straight in there and start generating better money because the cost of jobs in terms of what people are paying is higher. I know that because I'm having to pay guys more. I'm having to pay the people that work for us more. We are it's costing us more to buy certain materials. The jobs that we are doing, they're all going up because of the price that we have to charge for labour. So it's all kind of relative. Yes, you might need to charge more for a job and people say, for God's sake, your price is higher. But I have to pay guys more. We have to pay them more ever. So think about that. Now, just to recap, you're probably sitting there thinking, Graham, why on earth would you want to be sharing tips on how to start on your own? I am sharing what I did and I'm sharing potentially the things that I've learned over the years that I think could help you. One, leave your current job and go self-employed and start your own business. Or two, you could potentially add more value to your current workplace, to your work, to your current employer right now. More so for the people that work with us. You might be in a job and I might not be the best boss. Might be because that I can be all over the place in terms of I'm working everywhere and I might not be on the jobs all the time to see certain people. And it's quite hard to understand what people actually want in life. And I read a lot about when you're a business owner, you really want to have a very good culture. And this is something that I would like to try and develop within our business. But you might be listening to this and you might be saying, Graham, there's things that I want to do within your company, within the company that we are building. I would love to do this. I would love to do that. Well, unless you tell us what you would like to do, unless you show us that you are a very, very good employee and you want to work harder for us and you want to help us go out and find more work, you want to stay later but you want to be the person that drives the job forward. The people who work for us know that we know that we are fair and we're always looking for people to take the bull by the horns, take the bull by the horns. So if you listen to this and you are in a business or you want to leave, then I hope that this that the information that I shared there is enough for you to say, Do you know what? I'm gonna give this thing a go, or do you know what? I want more money within my current workplace. I'm gonna go and speak to my boss and ask him how I can add value, or even better. Show the boss how that you can add more value because you don't need to tell me, by the way, I'm doing this. We can see it because any time that I have carried out work and the reason why that when I was freelance, 
that we started to charge more money over the years was because we started to buy more equipment. We bought better vans for the job. Now you say, well, why does that make an effect? Well, when you turn up to a job and you're charging more money, if you've got a brand new van or you've got a good van that doesn't break down or you've got the the best of GPS kit, then you can justify why you charge. But if you turn up with nothing, then you cannot expect to get more money. You cannot expect to make more money than the person next to you who's adding value, whether that's being they are better in the job at you, they're more skilled, or they're investing in their business in order for them to charge more. So I hope that's information that you guys have enjoyed. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast. And as always, guys, I am not a guru, but I'm going through the grind like everyone else. I know lots of my friends are self-employed. So the stories that I'm sharing with you right now, they are doing that. But this is more for the people that maybe want to take the risk and join the people who I know who have went freelance, who have worked for themselves, or people who have grown within their business, because anyone can do this. This podcast is for anyone who just wants to improve their life, because I really do my best every day. Some days I don't. Some days I have to say, oh, this is shite, I hate it. But most days... I am doing my best to try and get better, and I hope this podcast does that for you. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to the podcast, guys. I hope you found the content valuable, and fingers crossed it made you better in some aspect of your life. For more info on what I do on a day-to-day basis, please follow me on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Facebook, it's Graham McCaig. LinkedIn, it's Graham McCaig. And Instagram, McCaig50.